0: So, welcome, welcome to, to the, the Joe, Joe What Podcasting. Watt. I am Joe Vendramini from the University of Florida Range Cattle Research and Education Center. And today I am at the Blackbeard Ranch in Mayaca City, Florida. And my guest is Mr. Jim Strickland. Jim, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for coming out, Joe. It's a great day today. We just had some rain. Tell us a little bit about you. So most of the people in Florida know you, and probably for our locals, will be redundant, but we're going to see a lot of people that are not from Florida, they'll probably will be interested in knowing a little bit more about Jim Strickland and what he has done and what he did and what he's doing right now. Okay.
1: Well, thanks, Joe. Uh, my family's been here since about, 19, about 1860, is whenever we came. We've always been involved in the cattle business, and let me be perfectly honest. We were never really great, successful cattlemen with all the uh, people in my past, or else we'd own lots and lots of land and cattle. But there was a great love for cattle in my whole family. So I was born here in Manatee County, and I've been certainly involved with the Florida Cattlemen's Association, a past president of Florida Cattlemen, and a past chairman of the Florida Cattlemen's Foundation. Right now, I sit on the board for the Florida Horse Park, which is an appointment by the Commissioner of Agriculture. In addition to that, I've been real active in Farm Bureau, and in the past I was uh, quite into international trade, but that's a chapter that is gone from my life and I'm concentrating now uh, strictly on
0: Florida. Great. And and Jim, I know that you have been involved like heavenly in the conservation programs that we have here in the state of florida you have been probably active on the political standpoint and also as a landowner you have interest and you have some some uh, activities that you did in this area can you please uh, i think for the listeners to explain what are the programs what they do and what is the current status of those programs in florida
1: well, Joe, thanks for, thanks for asking, and I don't know exactly when this will air, but I can tell you the last legislative session, uh, which happened in Tallahassee, was a real disheartening, if you will, portrayal of what people tried to fund for conservation easements. In the past, Florida Forever and Rural Family Lands have been the two major programs. Florida Forever, of course, is state funding. And it is run through Department of Environmental Protection. Florida Forever has a fee simple purchase ability with the budget money they have, but they also have a conservation easement portion of that too. And so to get down to it, conservation easements for a really simple explanation is somebody, someone, usually the government, will come in and pay a rancher, so much money usually around fifty percent of what your land is worth and buy your development rights and the reason they're doing that is to help with water quality water quantity for if you will restoring wetlands natural wetlands on the property and they're starting to protect a lot of species a lot of wading bird species a lot of regular game if you will uh, species also but basically it's water quantity water quality
0: and uh the florida forever program it's pretty much uh, what they call the florida forever now that is very traditional we have been in some range people talk about florida forever now uh, um, it's included in these programs that you just described it it's a conservation easement that they will pay some for your property just to buy the development rights
1: Yes, that's, that's absolutely uh, true, Joe. Uh, also, Florida Department of Agriculture, several years ago, started a program called Rural Family Lands Protection Program. If you will, the differences between the two, um, the conservation easement on Florida forever, conservation easement on rural family lands, is that on Florida forever, you usually leave that land intact. And a lot of times that would be the more pristine sloughs, cabbage hammocks, a lot of wetlands, but you, you could still certainly graze cattle on it. Also, I need to make certain that everybody knows whenever you sell your development rights, that is into perpetuity. So in other words, once you do that, they are gone. Your heirs will have to abide by that legal document that you did with either program. The difference between them is, rural family lands, that you have more of a traditional, if you will, sod, hay, cattle, timber, and perhaps even farming on that piece of property. So under rural family lands, you could take a piece of land and convert it into farming. You could convert it to timber. You could cut the timber, convert it to pasture. So it's a little more traditional, if you will, of what we're accustomed to.
0: Um, and Jim, being uh, um, an employee at the University of Florida and working with forges and natural resources, do you think that for land that are growing in those programs, do you think that we as a researchers and extension personnel? we should develop some specific management practices or specific uh, uh, programs to educate landowners about those programs and do you think that we we need to do something different that will be specific for those situations?
1: Joe that's a that's a great question and the reason it is a great question is right now we have well over 1 million acres which are in the top tiers of both programs which means they're eligible for purchase so Florida forever has a large amount of acreage and rural family lands both of them combined have well over a million that are in the top tiers now let me be perfectly clear we have about one and a half million acres that are eligible right now that have willing sellers that the ranchers that we associate with have indicated and went through if you will some of the evaluation procedures So you have a lot of people out there that want to do this. So your question really rings true because can you imagine another million and a half acres or one million acres that are under conservation easements? Then I think it's of paramount importance for the University of Florida, IFAS, to understand that and understand that we're going to have oversight by different people onto that land so yes the practices that we put on there if we could work with IFAS and University of Florida I think it would be
0: great okay and and Jim um, we we have heard when we talk to our uh, stakeholders about a lot of people that live from the land they really as you mentioned have real interest in, in enrolling land in in this program, so and there is a perception when you go out that uh, development has been seen as an evil, right? Development is what will ruin the agriculture in the state of Florida. So, do you think development is uh, an opportunity or it's a uh, really challenge? There will eventually really decrease uh, the, the ability of the state of Florida to, to conduct agriculture, and we probably have to move somewhere else.
1: Well, if you look into a crystal ball and you look a long ways out, look at the number of people that are coming into the state. Every day we gain 1,000 new people into the state. Look at all of the development that is happening right now. We're out of the recession now it's 2017 we've been out of it for several years there's a lot of development that that is happening the amount of homes that are going in is staggering I think that conservation easement so do a lot of other people that conservation easements can be used if you will to help keep water quality and water quantity in the state because whenever you come down to Florida I don't think you come down to Florida to drive through a housing community you drive through the Everglades or you drive through the springs in North Florida or you drive through those great pine plantations that you will up in Northwest and Northeast Florida or you go to the freshwater lakes or you go to the estuaries of which all water runs downhill so all this land that we're talking about whether it's in cattle ranching or whether it's in development water is what sells Florida and do I think that development is evil? No I think that we need development and that landowners which want to develop their property they bought, pay taxes, estate taxes for generations and I think that that's not evil. I just think that we need a balancing in the state of Florida.
0: Great. Uh, Jim, I'd I like to change the gears a little bit and and we will not extend too much so uh, our conversation so the listeners in the Beef kettle Production is the the, the Florida Cattle Ranchers, right? The group of producers that try to get together and, and do something. Can you please explain to us a little bit about the Florida Cattle Ranchers, the group, the association, how that work, is and what has been the outcome?
1: Absolutely. Florida Cattle Ranchers was a group of 13 ranchers, of which uh, they're stretched from north to south to east Florida. And they got together and said, we really want a sustainable local product of beef. be sold in the state of Florida because of the demographics that we have here, the tourists that we have here, the people that want a local product, that that want to eat a good piece of local beef. And we did not have a lot of it, so they banded together and they have come up with a really great set of criteria for the health, caring, and welfare of those animals, some of the genetics that we use, uh, the way we treat those animals after they reach the feedlots. We have all agreed to do it right and just recently public supermarket and over 400 stores in the state of Florida has started carrying Florida cattle ranchers beef FCR Florida cattle ranchers it's a great group of men women families uh, cattle feeders a lot of cow calf operators that are well known to everybody in in the state of Florida I happen to be probably one of the smallest within that group, but I'm really proud of the product that we put out. I do believe right now we've got about 8,000 head on on feed, and it's a great product. And we are also taking in, if you will, partners uh, into Florida Cattle Ranchers. So if you're interested in joining and finding out about Florida Cattle Ranchers, please go to our website, and it's Florida Cattle Ranchers
0: and there is at the the association there is no uh, minimum limit of animals that you can enroll in the program or you have a limit
1: yes there there are there certainly are uh, limits and and uh, what you can do in the program and you need to speak we actually have uh, several really great people that work for us now we've got a, f- a field man Clint Waters which is doing a great job we have Jolie Davis which is our our uh, the head of our organization and our attorney and both of them are really adept at explaining the situation on enrolling your cattle in the Florida Cattle
0: okay Jim before I we finish our conversation today I would like to know if you'd like to say something else to our listeners I really would and this is terribly important. We worked
1: really hard, we meaning the Florida Cattlemen's Association and a new group that was formed of ranchers throughout Florida which we now represent 1.6 million acres called the Florida Conservation Group and we also have a website for Florida Conservation Group. Our advocacy is really getting conservation easement funding. This last session we got 10 million dollars into Commissioner Putnam's rural family lands in the past that was funded up to 35 million in Florida forever we got one big goose egg so if you have any opportunity to speak to your state senators your state representatives and tell them that amendment one was passed with 71 percent of the vote that the people of Florida said we want to conserve these ranches they voted to conserve these ranches and this year we had no funding for Florida forever in the past it was funded up to 300 million dollars think about that we got nothing this year 71 percent of the voters voted for it and that is larger than any election that has ever been held statewide that just showed the will of the people so please talk to your senators and representatives if you're if you need more talking points go to florida conservation group
0: all right thank you Jim and now, I have a uh, few questions for you, real quick to, to our listeners, just um, uh, to learn a little more about you. So, I will shoot the question and you just give them a, a quick two word answer, okay? Two words? Yeah, two words. All right. All right. Cattle breed? Uh, Beep or Brangus. Um, Four species? Hamatria uh, and
1: Bahia grass. Um, football or baseball? I really love volleyball. (laughs) Fishing or hunting? I like fish and I like some good backstrap.
0: And if you have to choose a state to live that is not Florida, which one would be? Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jim, for participating in my podcasting and thanks for listening. My name is Joe Vendramini, And I'm Jim Strickland. Wait a minute, Joe what?